the top three cheekiest scrubs in the entire world. Number three, people who wiped out their minus 20s with a last minute wildcard this week. Number two, people who aren't free hitting in gaming 27. And number one, Bacon Boy, because I just accidentally spilled an entire glass of water over my entire setup and now it might be broken. Oh no, my setup, it's broken. Now that is unlucky. And this is Nathan Bacon Jerky, the FBL Knee Jerk podcast, chinwagging about what happened in the games just gone, jerking our knees for potential moves next week. The Game Week 27 Knee Jerk. Are we free hitting or not? The first game last week then was West Ham Newcastle. Now interestingly, West Ham, I mean, they're still fifth in the league. They're still not, they're not doing bad, right? But they're just less lethal up front than, I don't know, 70-year-old grandpa who hasn't played football in about 50 years. They just can't score right now, can they? If it wasn't for Bowen, they'd be properly in the mud. Antonio has just completely forgot how to play football ever since he said he'd play for Jamaica. Uh, I, I'm not even sure he's actually returned since he first went there, you know, in the summer. Like, has he played? I don't know. But Newcastle, though, they've actually been doing bits, you know. They've been scoring, getting quite a lot of chances. A lot of their players are putting in some proper good performances. Willock, Willock scored, and he actually looked really good. He looked like he could have scored, got a hat-trick in this game. Oh, yeah, I also do want to say that I did do the Match of the Day challenge uh, this week. So all of the Saturday games, which is all but two, I, I didn't actually watch apart from Match of the Day. And I was doing a drinking challenge for that as well. So uh, if my, my knowledge on the games might be properly wibbly-wobbly. So I guess it's probably worth me saying that uh, that right at the start. <laughs> but yeah, Newcastle, Willock. Yeah, uh, for some reason, there were seven Willocks on the pitch. Wow. I, I don't know if that was the Sambuca or, or they just created a factory of Willocks. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Newcastle, they've been doing bits. In the last five now, three wins, two draws. They are one of the only teams that have not lost in the last five and they're outside the relegation zone now by four points. I mean, it's probably going to be Watford, Burnley, Norwich. They're down there. But FBL-wise, uh, Newcastle do play next week. And it's against Brighton. Now, uh, Bre that's a lie. Against Brentford. I saw B. I instantly went for it. No, Brentford. Um, so I'm going to chinwag about options for next week if you're on a free hit. And then also if you're thinking about long-term. Because a lot of people might have wildcarded last week specifically to free hit. So I feel like a lot of people are going to do that. Plus, I might free it myself. So um, I think it makes more sense to concentrate on free it options. Newcastle then, they're playing Brentford. Brentford are one of the worst form teams in the league. X form out the window. No win in five. Four losses in five. And they concede in quite a few goals now and not scoring too many either. So you know what? A Newcastle player would not be a terrible, terrible shout. But they don't really have a really good FBL asset right now. I mean, Joe Linton is their best midfielder. And he's probably their best FBL option. Why? Just because of the vibes. Not because he gets points, that's all. And then West Ham, because they ain't really scoring, a lot of their goals recently have been quite lucky or just, just not really from their own doing, you know, just from mistakes and stuff. They play Wolves next week. And I, I probably wouldn't have any West Ham, not even Bowen. A lot of people, especially wildcarders, kept Bowen because it's Bowen. Have you seen how good he has been this season? And after yesterday's performance, or whatever it is to you, Saturday's performance, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, he's not He's not uh, essential, some would say. Or well, no one would say that right now because he's not. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about the game. I'm going to try and move on. West Ham and Newcastle, probably a no for the free hit. 
Arsenal-Brentford was the next game then, where Arsenal beat them 2-1. Now, Arsenal looked pretty damn good. Smith rode back and starting because Martinelli suspended. And once again, Smith rode scoring. How many goals has he scored now? He's a mad... He's scored nine goals. He's, he, I swear he's in the top five top scorers this season. And half of his goals come off the bench. Like, he hasn't played 90 minutes since game week 13. But since then, one, two, three, four... He scored five goals since the last time he played 90 minutes in the league. <laughs> That's just mad. Five. Right, fair enough. He's only 5.8 million. And Arsenal play no one in game week 27. Because them and Liverpool are blanking, obviously. But long, long term, Smith Rowe could be a way in. He's a cheaper, cheaper one. But then Saka. I think Saka is the one. He had a lot of shots. I think he had like six shots or so. More shots than I... No, definitely not more shots than I had when I was doing the match day challenge. I think I accidentally had about 15 shots to Sambuca. Ooh, you're hot. Uh, yeah, that's just what happened, right? Saka, though, he is a, he's a 90-minute man... Actually, not that, not that often. Talking crap. No, but he, he does play 90 minutes quite a bit. But because Arsenal have quite a few attackers now, Pepe, Smith-Rowe and stuff, that's just for their bench. Never mind Odegaard who's starting, Martinelli, Lacazette and all that, you know? So long-term, Saka, he looked very, very good. Laka with an assist, but you'd only go for Laka if you really don't want any other forward, I think. I think all the midfielders for Arsenal are better than Laka. But then again, is he on pens? Hmm, probably. But for his price, what is he? 8.3 million. Nah. No, I'd rather buy a Fredo for that. No, thank you. Ramsdale made a save. Only a save. And their goal, Brentford's goal. Uh, I can't remember. I was too drunk. Fair enough. <laughs> but Brentford did score. Oh, no, I did. I do remember. It was a bit of a kerfuffle at the back, I think. Uh, more, more, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I, I know knew exactly what I'm there. Anyway, uh, Brentford then, they play Newcastle and they're a team to target right now. And although Newcastle are Newcastle, I definitely wouldn't go for any Brentford players. I think Mbwemo is uh, back and starting, wasn't he? And uh, Wissa started up front, who's a midfielder in the game, I believe. But nah, 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 nah. You'd be playing a different game than FPL if you wanted them in your team. Arsenal don't play in free uh, in game week 27, so no one the free yet. But long term, Saka looked very, very good. Lacazette still isn't playing 90 minutes, even though he's the only striker. The last two games he hasn't now. And I'm not also not going to pretend I know who came on for him. So yeah, best ever FBL knee-jerk uh, information here from Bacon Boy. I know everything, apart from 90% of the things. All right, next game then, Villa-Watford. Hang on, Hodgson. First game he doesn't play 4-4-2 with his 70-year-old tactics. And it's the first win he gets. Is Did he take over... What game did he take over? Oh, he took over the Burnley game. So since he's taken over, they had a draw. Goalless draw. Go, uh, they didn't score in a 1-0 loss. They didn't score in a 2-0 loss. And then finally, they score their first goal under Hodgson and actually get their first points, or first win, with three points. And they beat Villa, who... Honestly, right, I said, was it literally last podcast or maybe a couple ago? I said, I know Gerard is Gerard as a player, but is he there as a manager yet? I, I didn't, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I don't think he's bad, but he's not like, oh my God, Coutinho has to sign for Villa because Gerard's potentially one of the best managers in the world. Nah, 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 nah. And here again, he just, I, I don't know, they, they needed goals and they took off two, two of their midfield three for two more attackers and they just got completely dominated from there then it's just like that's such like a fifa move like uh i can't score so instead of uh taking off uh you know a, a forward and 
replacing him with someone else. Let's just chuck on five forwards. I'm sure that'll work. Uh, no, it didn't, as Watford got the win. Dennis was an absolute menace and scored. He's actually looked very good in the last two or three games. Uh, he was playing left wing this game, though, so I don't know if that affects his positioning. I haven't actually analysed his heat map. Oh, oh, come on, Bacon Boy, you're not prepared enough. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. But Dennis... He does play in game week 27. They will be playing against Man United, who still do concede all of the chances and goals. But to be fair, they have Harry Maguire. So that's just why, isn't it? Then De Gea does keep them in it a bit. Um, uh, all right, I'll get to Man United when I get to them as well. But um, Watford, I wouldn't go for them in game week 27. I, I know, bold claim, right? <sighs> I really, oh, I can't believe I've said that. But a lot of you might still have King and Dennis from last week and you're not free it in game week 27. And I'd say they're good enough to keep uh, unless you want Weghorst, who obviously doubles. Oh, yeah. If you don't know, game week 27, Arsenal, Liverpool, blank, Burnley double and their double, which will chinwag a bit, bit more next, actually. But they double against Leicester and Palace. That's the one. All right. Villa then. Uh, they play... Um... Brighton, that's who they play. They play Brighton in game week 27, who actually haven't been too great in the last two games either. Uh, I'm not sure why, but they lost 2-0 and 3-0. I mean, if you're losing 3-0 to Brexit Burnley, wow. So maybe Villa players, if you've got like a Coutinho or Digne, they're good enough for this if you're not free in. But if you're free in, I probably wouldn't go for Villa. Mm, probably not. Although Brighton don't really score much. Maybe Dinier can maybe get something. Nah, oh, my kidding. Nat. No. All right. Next game then. Brighton. Oh, there you go. And Burnley. Oh, there you go. Wow. It's amazing. <laughs> Brighton. Not really Brighton up their, their fans' days as of late. As I said, two losses in a row now. And they're sitting comfortable in ninth, though. So that's the thing with a team like Brighton and Southampton and that. Is that the last, like, ten game weeks or so... Because they haven't really got anything to fight for. Brighton realistically aren't going to get Europa League. They, if they if they did a, a really good push, they could get to it. But they're probably not going to get that. And then they're definitely not going to get pulled into a relegation scrap. So the last like 10 games to teams like Brighton, especially the last five games, is just, uh, just, just chilling really, aren't they? Just sunbathing instead of playing football. And I think that's what's kind of starting to happen a little bit. They're experimenting a bit more, playing different formations. Lamperty in a back four isn't as good just because of his height. What is he, like five foot one? But, I mean, he makes up for it going forward. But he, he's the perfect wing back. And uh, before they could counteract that with Burn next to him, you know. So at least it evens out. To, they have a combined uh, average then of six foot. But now, no. <laughs> and and Dunk was red carded uh, in the last game. So he wasn't playing this game. So they were a bit wibbly wobbly. But then Burnley, wow, they actually played really good. Was that Brighton being bad? Probably a bit of both. But I do want to give credit to Burnley because they played some pretty good football. And Brownhill finally scored. I mean, I was one of the ones that touted him to be the best 4.5 million midfielder at the start of the season. He's got, he had the best XG, the most pe penalty area touches. He's just a sexy boy, isn't he? And he finally, finally gets his first goal year. And he actually picked up two bonus points as well, even though he got a yellow card. Which is pretty damn impressive, actually. And it just shows you how involved he actually was. Yeah, especially saying, like, their defenders. They kept a clean sheet as well. Yeah, fair play. Uh, Lennon scored. Aaron Lennon was he about 43 years old. Uh, he's still scoring Premier League goals, apparently. He played quite well. He, he's not a bad uh, sign for them. And then Weghorst. Oh, the Dutch Donny man. A goal and assist. His first Premier League goal. 
Uh, that's one goal and two assists in four games now. That's not, that's not bad at all for Burnley. Saying that two of their games against Man United and Liverpool as well. Brighton aren't the easiest of defences as well. So to get a goal and assist, yeah, he, he just does look... He, he literally looks better than Chris Wood. I thought he was genius move by Newcastle getting him and turns out Burnley are better off now they have Weghorst. Fair play. But looking at next week then, game week 27, with Burnley at Brexit, Burnley having the W. Dublin against Palace away and Leicester at home. Palace, we'll get to them, but they have not been very good lately, are they? We'll, we'll talk more about them, but no wins in five. And then Leicester, they're conceding quite a bit as well, Palace. And then Leicester, they are also very bad. No wins in five as well. Three losses in the last five. And I'm pretty sure they've conceded at least two goals in almost all of their last few games. So, if anything, Weghorst... Probably captain-worthy, never mind transfer-worthy. And that's not knee-jerky talking, knee-jerky bacon talking, Nathan Bacon jerky. No, that's bigger boy sense. That is every algorithm in the world telling you Weghorst best captain for Game Week 27. So, I myself can't get to him in my team. Actually, can I? I might actually be able to... Uh, I have... I got three mil in the bank. Oh, when did that happen? Oh, yeah. Where I could go Pedro to Weghorst, which, you know what, I think I might actually do. And then I I'll chinwag about my team after this anyway. Um, not that anybody cares. Oh, it's just about your team, not my team. But yeah, Weghorst, I actually might bring him in just to captain. Because I think those two are two pretty good ones. Uh, I do also want to mention they do have another game before Game Week 27, though. There's still games going on. Is the next game Tuesday or Wednesday? It is... Wednesday, and then there's one final game on the Thursday, Arsenal-Wolves. Well, I don't have anybody in my squad there. Fair play. Um, yeah, so Burnley, who else? Weghorst, yes. Defensively, um, me. Me or you? Y you over there or me? No, him. All right, okay. Ben, me. Benjamin. Benjamin, you. He uh, will actually play. Tarkowski had COVID, I think, so I'm not sure if he's going to be back for Game Week 27, but there's no point risking it anyway. So, me is probably the better centre-back. And then the wing... Uh, the, the full-backs, Connor Roberts. Oh, I love Connor Roberts, right? Uh, if you don't, uh, if you guys don't know, I'm Welsh, but I'm also from the Swansea. And Connor Roberts has played for us his entire career? Yeah, that sounds about right. He might have played somewhere else, especially loans. But uh, he's been play He's been a big part of Swansea the last, like, three, four years in the Championship. And he is just a very good full-back, attacking-wise. So... FBL-wise, he's actually pretty damn good. He almost scored. I think he, he almost scored from a cross, didn't he? Didn't he hit the crossbar? He was just saved by Sanchez. Um, but then he also did get an assist. So going forward, he is actually really good. He get, got an assist, a clean sheet, and one bonus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought he said yellow card. No, he didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, so attack, defense, defenders for the double... I wouldn't. I would actually go Connor Roberts, but he could still get benched because Loughton's still there, and they will have like four games in the space of like two weeks. So, uh, is it a great idea to go for somebody when they already have cover? Me is definitely the most nailed-on defender. Uh, I don't really remember seeing much of him in in this game though. But uh, Burnley, because of the double, they are definitely ones to knee-jerk over and get in next week. But of course. Still wait till after the, the other games are finished before you decide anyway. Brighton play Villa next week. And I not only are they usually bad for FBL-wise anyway, their defenders have been good late, uh, you know, the last few seasons. Well, this season, last season. 
But right now, even their defence looks a bit wibbly-wobbly, so I wouldn't even go for there. Even though they play the Villa, who don't score that much anyway. You never know, though. Lamperty could score bits. He could. And he will, he will actually have a weak break, so surely he starts attacking him as well. But anyway, all right, let's move on to the next game then with Crystal Palace-Chelsea. We're Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. First game back in the Premier League for them for two or three weeks because they were at the Club World Cup and they went and won the Club World Cup. So congratulations to you. And they beat the Crystal Palace here in the BTEC London uh, derby 1-0. I was pretty wibbly-wobbly when uh, this was on Match of the Day. I'm not going to lie. But I will say... Oh, of course Alonso... I didn't even realise Alonso got the assist. <laughs> oh, wait. He didn't even start. And he got an assist. Ah, okay. That makes me feel better. Because I did have Alonso in my team like two, three weeks, weeks ago. And Ziyech scored. You know what? Ziyech, he scored in the last three Premier League games for Chelsea. And since they've been playing this 4-2-2-2-2-2-2-2 system. You know, the one Rangnick tried to do at Man United. But it was crap. Tuchel's actually gone to it. I'm not sure he, he he has stuck to it every game, but he definitely did stick to it in a couple of games in the Premier League. So I'll have to have a look again what formation they did. You know what? Whilst I chinwag, I'm actually just going to quickly get it up because it would make a lot more sense if I uh, actually researched these things, didn't it? So Chelsea, uh, yeah, that's a 4-2-2, right? Surely. Havertz, Lukaku up top, Ziyech, Pulisic is like the wide cams, basically. And Jorginho can't they? And it was a back four instead of a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are playing that 4 2 2 2 or 4 4 2, it could look like. It's it's like a 4 4 2 in attack and then a 2 4 4 in. No, 4 4 2 in defense and then a 2 4 4 in attack. So I think Chelsea, they need an extra creative player because they didn't have. They don't have. They have Mount, who is really good, but they weren't playing a 4 3 3. And in that, their 4, in their 3 4 3. He was a bit too... He couldn't really control the game from one of the forward positions all the time. He, he does sometimes, but... No, I think uh, Mount was injured as well. I'm not sure how long for, but... I think Ziyech... Chelsea's fixtures are actually very good. Uh, they don't play this game, though. Because um, Liverpool... The blank that's happening this week is because of the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea. So not only... Could Chelsea rotate some players just after because they'll have the final? But also they blank next week anyway. But long term, their fixtures are very, very saucy. Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, Brentford, Southampton, Leeds all in a row. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> that is exactly why on a Game Week 28 or 29 wildcard that I will be doing, 100% double at least, maybe triple Chelsea. Ziyech is going to be up there. Defensively, probably Rudiger is the only one to go for, right? I think that they rotate because of the four at the back. It actually makes their defensive options quite damn bad because their fullbacks are either they're either playing centre backs at fullbacks just for that extra defensive. I think they play Christiansen at right back and Saar at left back, who are naturally more centre backs or wide centre backs. Um, yeah, so they're not going to be too attacking, uh, but then also there's going to there's one less position and they have too many defenders for a five at the back. Never mind a four at the back, so. Proper rotation central over there. Thiago Silva probably would be the best bet, but he's 40 years old, so can he play every week? I mean, if, if they don't have to play midweek, then it might might be all right. Oh, they do have Champions League as well, though, so never mind. Ziyech, though, looking very good. Palace, not looking very good. Um, Olise actually did start this game. I can't remember the Palace lineup. I think Edward started, but didn't do too great. And Zaha, nah. They do play Watford in their next game, the Dublin, this week. 
So they could turn it around and then maybe by the time we come to 27, it's like, oh, wait. No, they're actually pretty good. Fair enough. But they do play Burnley in game week 27. And a lot of people are back in the Burnley, obviously. So when it is like this, sometimes it is actually worth it to go the complete opposite. If you do want to go for a complete differential left field pick, probably a Palace attacker would actually be great because almost everyone's going to have at least one Burnley defensive asset, right? And of course, they could keep a clean sheet in the other game, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But if you get a Palace attacker and they're involved in wiping that clean sheet out, oh, amazing. 0.0000001% of players have done the same as you. Congratulations. You're, you're the best. But also, Palace didn't look the best, so maybe not. All right. <laughs> the next game then was Liverpool-Norwich. Triple captain Salah, wahey! Yes, your beauty! He started, way. He scores, wahey! And the front three of Mane, Salah, Diaz, with the, one, the front three that started, and with the front three that all scored, every single one of them involved in a goal. And then the assists just looks like a randomly generated name generated from Liverpool. So the goal scorer is Mane, Salah, Diaz. Makes perfect sense, right? They're front three. The assists came from Henderson, Simakas, and Allison, um, what? Right, okay. Allison has had more assists than some some of the apparent most creative players in the league. So, you know, you you, you can say what you want to say. Well, how many points did he get? Allison got five points for blank. But also, yeah, how did Norwich how did Norwich score? I mean, their goal was pretty like it came off Matt Ip's boot, didn't it? It was kind of a deflected shot, so nothing Allison could do. He's only good for assists, Allison, isn't it? He's not actually a goalkeeper. He's just a a creative player that plays in goals. Yeah, he he, wear, he wears gloves sometimes, but he prefers. All right, bacon, shut up now. <laughs> but yeah, Norwich did score, so no defensive clean sheet for the Liverpool. But uh, Van Dijk was benched, uh, Dick Van Dijk. And also, no, that's a lie. I meant to say Van Dijk started along with Matip. And Trent and Robertson were benched. Oh, uh, Trent did not come on. And I... And Robertson also didn't come on. I was going to say, like, I haven't been, I haven't actually looked. But um, that's the thing with match of the day. You also, you don't really notice the subs sometimes because even though they come up, they don't, like, make an actual point to show the subs. So I do want to mention that when you're doing the match of the day challenge. You don't know everything. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, Mane Salah looked very good. Mane is looking back to his best, honestly, since the... I think he was lacking confidence. And, I mean, he's having a bad season, some would say, right? He's got nine goals and three assists. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> Not bad for a winger, though, is it? And then Salah, pff, 17 goals, 10 assists. Are you mad? He took his goal brilliantly. It looked like he lost it, went back through three or four players. The amount of times he danced in between four or five players and almost had, had a good chance to score as well. Amazing. He's just so good. And hopefully, he's he, he's only got 10 points from that one game. I feel like he could have got a lot more. He almost had another goal and two assists. But they do have that other game against the lead. So hopefully we can get more than the 10 tripled because that would be very nice. They do not play in game week 27 though. But long term, you're going to have Salah. You're going to have Trent. And then who's the third? The third one is up for debate because if Jota's out... Ah, the thing with Jota now is that they, they've got Diaz, they've got Firmino, they've got Jota... And Salah and Mane are probably a slightly less rotation risky, but Mane's price is just a no. So I think the best could actually be double Liverpool defence. And I would have said Robertson, but then I actually think Van Dijk probably long term, because especially with Champions League and other cups and stuff, 
if they can play Simakas, then they can, but then they're pr- pretty much never going to rest Van Dyke. And his attacking potential is actually pretty good from corners. I know it's not like Robertson and uh, Trent, but a goal for a defender is twice the assists. So you can think of it like that. Is Robertson going to get twice the amount of assists as Van Dyke is goals? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, Norwich then, they did score and they do play in game week 27. They play the south of the Hampton. That's the first game on the Friday, actually. And a lot of people are going to be back in Southampton, especially if you're on a free yet, because uh, we'll get to them next, so we won't ruin it. But a lot of people probably go and brush out. Yeah, yeah no spoilers, sorry. Uh, Norwich then. Would you get any Norwich? Would you want to ask actual questions, Bacon Boy? Of course nobody wants Norwich, right? I mean, they could, they could be a nice differential pick to get a Norwich player, but... Nah, nah, you can't, can you? They're, they're actually bottom of the league now. They had back-to-back wins uh, f- four or five games ago, but now back-to-back losses for them, and they're back down to bottom of the league. 17 points, most goals conceded, and all of that. That's, that's all you really need to know then, isn't it? All right, so next game then. Second to last game, the penultimate game. Southampton versus the Everton. So Southampton, as I was saying, play Norwich next week. So them could be very, 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 very saucy indeed to back. Uh, Southampton have actually been pretty damn good lately. Uh, two wins in the last three. And even though their draws were... Their draws... So they've... In the last four, they're undefeated. And it's two wins. One of them against Spurs. One of them against Everton in this game, which I'll touch him back about now. And then the draws were against a really good Man City team. And then the other draw was against a Man United team who, on their day, probably should have won. So Southampton are actually pretty damn good lately. They are. They really are. Once once some of their core players are back, which they're starting to come back now. Livramento, I think, first proper start again since he's been back. Uh, let me check. Yeah, it was. And instantly, amazing performance. Assist from him. Clean sheet. All a bonus. 12-pointer Livramento got. So if you're on your free hit, Livramento's got to be there. 100%. Starting, it's not a bad shout, you know, just because he's one of the most attacking defenders you're going to get this week with a great clean sheet potential. I guess, oh yeah, I guess a good thing I can do is have a recap of the best players to go for, especially on a free hit. But I think you've got to have Livramento, even if it's just for your bench, even if it's your last on your bench, just because he's 4.3 million and he could get a 12 pointer again. He just could, or more, or less. Or more. <laughs> uh, and then who else would you get from Southampton? I mean, uh, Armstrong scored, but nah, you're not going to get him. Long, I mean, it's been a long time since he scored and even played that many minutes in the Premier League. He's literally had 115 minutes in one, two, three, four, five different games. Could have had that in, in, in one game and a bit of extra time. <laughs> but Shane Long, does Shane Long scoring actually take out one of Che Adams and Broja? Uh, Adams... I thought he got an assist. Oh, he did get an assist. Adams has been pretty damn good lately as well. He's got two goals and an assist in his last three. And Broja uh, didn't get anything in this game, but he has been very good and looking very lively. X-lively off the scale. So them against Norwich, I would probably go Broja on a free hit, and I would definitely go Livramento, even if it's just for your bench. You probably could actually go a third, maybe a Ward-Prowse, maybe a Ward-Pratt. Because, I mean, Ward-Prowse, what's he got this season? Six goals, four assists. I'm pretty sure almost all of his goals. Wait, is he on pens? I swear Southampton have had hardly any pens this season. 
Because remember when Ings was playing for them two years... Was it, was it last year? No, two years ago. I know he was playing for them last year, but two years ago he had like five, six pens Ings had. Um, and surprised he took him over Ward-Prowse anyway. But uh, yeah, I think Ward-Prowse is probably on pens. So he, he could go for a Ward-Prowse, but uh, yeah. Long-term Southampton... They've actually got pretty good fixtures, and they double in 29, not 28. And 29 is the the worst. And no, I think it's the same amount of doubles as 28, but most of them look worse on paper. So they could be one good for long term, especially Broja, unless he gets benched for long next game. And like Everton, then, um, I mean, they've looked not great under Lampard. He took over... Did he take over against... Oh, Newcastle, wasn't it? So they lost the, his first game 3-1. They then beat Leeds 3-0. But that was more because Leeds were that proper wibbly-wobbly. What's happened to Leeds? We'll get to them next, anyway. Oh, not next. Oh, I just realised. This is the penultimate game of Saturday. Not all of the games. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then in so in Everton's last game, then, this game, they just lost 2-0. They haven't looked great. Uh, I think Lampard is in a... Uh, Working out what players can do what because this game he took off Allen and put Gomez on and it just didn't work and I think he was at fault for the goal as well. Imagine having a midfield two of Andre Gomez and Van der Beek. That is proper FIFA merchant because they're both you you need a, a defensive player in there like Allen. You just do they they they're both literally like cams that have been pushed back. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everton do play Man City in Game Week 27, so you definitely need triple them if you hate FPL. Uh, if you like FPL and you want to get points, avoid. And I'm not even going to talk about them anymore. Then the last game of the Saturday, not the last game of this game week so far, was Man City Spursy. Ah, this was the first game on uh, Match of the Day, so the one I was the most sober for. What? Uh, not for long, though, because I'm pretty sure by the end I was already feeling it. But Spurs won! Spurs beat Man City 3-2! Kulazewski looked very good with a goal and assist. Uh, his first goals and assists in the Premier League. His first 90 minutes as well. He started the last game against Wolves, uh, but they didn't score. And then this game, scoring three away to Man City, not bad at all. Kulazewski is actually the perfect type of player you want on a free head. Because one, you probably don't want him long term. He's not going to be nailed probably just because Lucas Moura exists, and Bergwijn. So they're going to share minutes in that around about, I'd say. Even if, yeah, even if um, he does play, you know, he might get taken off early. And it's, that's always the trouble with, uh, you know, when, they, when they've when they got the depth. You'd just rather go for Sun on that. But on a free hit, when Spurs play the Leeds, the Leeds are conceding all the goals. They're actually next, so we'll, we'll get on to them. But, uh, yeah, Spurs... Uh, you got to go for them. you got to. Arguably, a Son O'Kane against Leeds could be a better captain than Burnley, than a Burnley player next week, even though Burnley are the only doublers, and they double, just because Leeds are conceding so much, and Spurs look pretty damn good. I mean, counter-attack tax year, they always do well against the teams that dominate them, like Man City. Son played very well, two assists from him, and didn't quite reach 90 minutes. He's only just come back and win more games around... They're trying to keep him thing. Son's up to 10.7 million now, though. Oh, Jesus. What did he start at? He started at... He started at 10. So he's gone up 0.7. Fair play. But uh, Son, definitely on the free yet. Kane, you could maybe get away with just a Son, a Kulizewski, and then a defender if you can't quite street stretch the budget. But Kane looked very good in this game. Two goals. Could have had more. I think he did actually score another one, but he was just offside, wasn't it? He wasn't even the one offside. I think it was Kulazewski. 
Um, but Kane, Kane's the premium to go far right now in a free yet in this this week game week twenty seven. He's looking very good. Uh, Man City do play in game week twenty seven. Uh, they did look pretty good actually, Man City, as they always do. That's the thing with Man City; they lose mainly because the other team have a few chances and they take them, and then Man City just still look good even when they don't do good. <laughs> Uh, they play Everton in game week 27, though. So, free it. A lot of people are, ah, you got to go for a Man City mid, right? They have uh, uh, pretty much qualified for the Champions League, so they don't need to worry about that. And I think this game comes before their next game anyway, because it rotates, doesn't it? I think so. I think so. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely go for Sterling or Mares, Maybe a De Bruyne. De Bruyne! But I, Sterling's looking pretty good lately. I would probably go Sterling. Cancelo as well. I doubt Everton are going to score against Man City because uh, Lampard doesn't actually have tactics. He just go, he says, go up there and play. There you go. <laughs> so Man City, you got to have some players in the free hit there. Jeez, I've been going 30 minutes and I still haven't gone through all the games. It's because there's more games. No, it's not. It's a lie. It's still 10. Right, fair enough. <laughs> the penultimate game of the game week for the second time, but I actually mean it this time. Leeds Man United. Wow, this game is literally like year 10 versus year, year 11 World Cup final. More energy in this than than someone who snorted about seven lines of pre-workout because it's just absolutely crazy, isn't it? It's amazing. Fair play to them. Um, and then Leeds, I mean, Man United went 2-0 up, looked comfortable, and then Leeds scored two goals in, 20, in literally 24 seconds. And then towards the end of the game, Man United put it to bed with two goals. So a 4-2 win to the United. And Bruno Fernandes, he just loves playing Leeds, doesn't he? He scored a hat-trick in game week one against them. And then today, he got a goal and assist. And I'm not sure if he got bonus, actually, because I haven't checked yet. And uh, he hasn't updated on uh, the FBL website, so there you go. You see, this is how you can tell it's a proper knee-jerky reaction. I'm literally chin-wagging about it the second the games are finished. Where the bonus points aren't even in. They could all change. They might have even removed one of the assists by the time I actually get to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man United, though, play Watford in game week 27. So on a free hit, yes, you got to. You got to. Who have you got to, though? Bruno Fernandes looks very, very good in their better formation. They play much better in a 4-2-3-1, mainly because they haven't got proper defensive mid to cover the, the more attacking 4-2-2-2-2-2. Um... But then also Bruno Fernandes in the middle of the pitch where he can actually dictate play. Brings everybody else into play as well. Much better. Ronaldo's struggling a bit with only one striker. Um, mainly because his hold-up and build-up play is actually terrible. The only thing Ronaldo does is lays it off. And when they when they do have runners like a Rashford, who didn't actually start this game, like a Sancho, uh, then th or like a Lingard who started this game, um, what? Then Ronaldo can link up like that, but he's never going to get the ball, turn, go past two players and create anymore. He's just not that type of player anymore. So sad because, uh, you know, we all miss noodle hair, prime Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes definitely on the free hit, though, against the Watford. Could actually be captain. But, I mean, Watford did look better defensively, and they have under Rodson lately. So, it's not like you need, like, double Man United attack or anything. So, I probably only would choose one of Bruno... Sancho has actually looked pretty damn good lately. He got uh, two assists this game and uh, a goal in the last but one game. Two goals, three assists for him. Now he's starting to get into a bit, bit more involved in everything as well. The build-up play much better. Uh, Rashford was benched, so I think that just shows where he's at right now. Definitely no for a free yet. 
even if it looks like he might start because of rotation before or after, but no, no, no. Note. And then who else would you go for? I wouldn't go Ronaldo. He, I mean, it's literally Watford. Relegation Watford. And I'm going to say no to getting Ronaldo. Yeah, probably. Only because of budget. If you've got all the cash spare, you don't want a Kane or a Son. Or you don't want like a De Bruyne. And you're like, oh, I can squeeze a Ronaldo in. Yeah, fair enough. But I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Especially with Champions League. I feel like this is a game that he could probably get rested in. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, defensively, I mean, Man United are a bit wibbly-wobbly defensively. But Watford don't look great attacking-wise. If they keep Dennis, the menace, quite quiet, make sure he's not a menace. Then maybe they could get a clean sheet. Maguire scored this game. Um, but my immediate knee-jerk reaction is that he's still the worst defender in the world. <laughs> How is he the most expensive defender? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then De Gea could get some saves and probably a clean sheet. But then they'll probably concede some random goal. Harry Maguire's going to score on goal. You just know what's going to happen now. So, uh, yeah, you've got to go cup, may, maybe one. Maybe, maybe you can get away with just one Man United player against Watford next week. Uh, and that is good to go. Leeds, then, uh, have not looked good. What, what's Leeds' form? They've now lost three games in four, and the one they didn't lose was a draw to Villa. Who, To be fair, they, Leeds are pretty good at... When teams go two or, two, and, two or three goals ahead, a lot of teams just drop their heads, can't really get back into the game. Leeds are ones that can really get back into the game. But then once they found them, once they equalize or or just just behind them, then they just they just turn to crap. They haven't they, I feel like they only get motivated when they're losing. And then as soon as they're drawing and they could get the win, they're just like, nah, job's done now. Fair enough, bye. <laughs> um James is starting up front for him though for them though, and he got a, an assist this game and Two goals a game before last. So he's been doing alright. He could be a decent differential. They play Lee uh, Spurs though. Who, although are Spursy, they are under Conte. I reckon Leeds can get a goal or so. But uh, who would you go for? Rafinha was benched but came on and scored and looked pretty good today. Maybe, maybe it was more of a, a lesson to him or something. And then Rodrigo has also looked pretty good. He's been pretty lively lately. Uh, a goal and two assists in his last three as well. And he's quite cheap, and he's a forward. He could be the one. He could be the one. Remember Bamford? No, me neither. Uh, right, let's move on then to the last game, because this is going to be like an hour long again. I wanted this to be like half an hour, but by the time we talk through the games, fair enough. Wolves-Leicester was the last game, and it finished 2-1 to the Wolves. Hang on. Someone check on Wolves. They've scored two goals in back-to-back -back games. Wolves. Before that, they had only scored like 18 goals all season, and were like the third lowest. Like, teams like Watford had even scored less goals than him, than them. But now, they've scored 23, which is still worse than almost every team. Actually, Watford have now scored more. Still, have they? Yeah, they have. <laughs> Fair enough. But Wolves, they, they're looking better. Five, Four wins in the last five. And that loss was to Arsenal, who, who played really well that game. And Wolves are actually looking like a team that could actually challenge towards Europa League. Maybe even Champions League. They're only two points off West Ham in fifth. Wolves are seventh. So maybe. And FPL-wise, they're not looking too bad either. So a lot of you might have... If you if you wildcarded or see other people wildcarded, a lot of them went double Wolves just because of the uh, they played this blank in game week 27. And then they got a double. And then they got good fixtures after that. Amazing. 
But strictly looking at just game week 27, they play West Ham away. Ooh. But Wolves defence, although they haven't kept the clean sheet in a whole one game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they've, 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 they've only kept one clean sheet in the last five, which isn't amazing. Wait, that is not good, great at all. <laughs> but, but it was against Spurs. Um, defensively, I feel like they've actually opened themselves up a bit defensively and tried to get more goals. So may, maybe that's the way they go in. But against West Ham, who do not look great going forward, if they can keep Bowen quiet, then I reckon Wolves clean sheet could be a good shout on the game week 27, free it, or even just to have them anyway. And then Leicester then. Oh, yeah. Who, who would you actually get for Wolves, though? Defensively, uh, eight Nori started again. He, he looks great every time he plays. I don't know why he's not nailed, but they do have three options there. Semedo could be more nailed just because he's the only natural right wing back. But I think Johnny is... Johnny's actually right-footed, so he could play there. He's probably the more the backup there. Saying that Marcel and eight Nori are more the left wing backs now. Uh, and I, I would actually go Cody. Cheaper. He's actually got much better XG in that than a lot of the other defenders, actually. Not quite assist potential, though. Just goals. But uh, he, not not bad. Plus, he's always he's, he's always going to start, and he's cheap. 4.5, 4.6 million. Lovely stuff. And then I probably wouldn't go for any of the forwards. Jimenez did get an assist. He has got a goal and assist in the last two. But uh, I... I, I thing is, Jimenez has always been the player. He'll get you a goal. He'll get you an assist. Hardly ever gets double-digit returns. But he does clock over the points. So a player like that is good to own on like a wild card for the rest of the season. But if you had to choose between him or another striker for a free hit, like a lot of people are going to be doing this week, then uh, yeah, not for me. Not for me. And then the final team, Leicester. Nah, just crap and eh? No wins in five. Look good in the Conference League, but then you realise it's the Conference League. And look, man, they're just not no 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 good options from them. I said that because Luckman scored. Haha. <laughs> um, Madison was benched because he had a little bit of a knock. Uh, so he, he could be good for the rest of the season, but not now. They do play in game week twenty seven, and they play Burnley. That's actually the last game, and they have the biggest rest out of anybody. They don't play until Tuesday. Tuesday, and they also don't have a game this week, so they literally don't play for nine days. Oh, enjoy your rest, lads. Fair play, you can have an holiday. Maybe they, maybe they should be the ones to target then, just because they're not going to be as fresh as the others. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, okay, that's that. Is that is that the, is that the game's done? Probably. So recap: Game Week Twenty Seven is going to be a blank game week. Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and that's all. Them three are blanking, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Leicester are playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Burnley are the only team to double. I love it when there's a double in a blank because you can target and stuff, especially for yet. And Burnley's double is against Palace and Leicester. So Southampton-Norwich is the first game. You can guess some Southampton players in for that. Avoid Norwich. Leeds Spurs probably could get a Leeds if you fancy there, but probably not. To definitely get some Spurs players in for that. Brentford Newcastle is probably an avoid, maybe a differential out of them. Brighton Villa, I probably wouldn't touch either, but maybe you could get something, maybe on a bench. Palace Burnley, like Burnley because they have the double. Yeah, you got to go for them. Weggy Horst, uh, probably Connor Roberts in defence, but I worry about rotation risk. Get the Ben Me or Ben You in. Palace avoid for me in the free hit and just just nah. United play Watford, so you definitely got to get some United players in for that. Probably just Bruno and maybe one defender. 
I, I, I would have said Adalo, but Wamasaka played this game and played okay. Not not great going forward, but defensively. He's actually not great defensively. He's just a slight tackling merchant. <laughs> Everton, Man City. So you definitely can get some Man City players in there. Definitely not Everton. West Ham, Wolves. You could probably argue to get a Bowen in just because of how good he is. But you're probably more back in the Wolves there. So maybe a Wolves defender and that's about it really. And then finally Burnley again against Leicester. No to the Leicester for me. Uh, just because, I, I don't know, maybe someone like a Dak or Madison could get something, but you're probably looking at the other teams more, much like Burnley, because they double. And that is the Game Week 27 knee-jerked from the Game Week 26 games done. Not all done, there's still some games of this double and that. So, as we always do in here, I now look at my team, chinwag about that, and live react to... Uh, the live FPL rank of my rank. Because I, I don't know my rank. I saw it yesterday. It was on a green arrow. I saw it at the start of today. Uh, but then since then, I've had a couple of players play. And then no one playing the Wolves Leicester. So I'm actually going to go to my points. Which I don't think includes bonus. Yeah, yeah it does. Bruno Fernandes got two bonus. Way. So I have 61 points. Way. Uh, that's not amazing, actually. Though. It was a, with a triple captain. Uh, oh, no. I've got more than that. I've got 63. Because I've got... And, wait, no, I don't. I was, oh, this is me thinking I might get Antonio subbed in. No, I won't. What am I on about? Anyway, I got fostering goals. kept the clean sheet. Well, hey, six points there. Trent didn't play. Uh, Cancelo, single game week defender, one point. Digne, single game week defender, two points. I'm saying single because it means that's their points. Because unlike Trent and Salah, they could get more. Uh, Dinny two points, Lamptey one. So my defense has a combined four points from Trent, Cancelo, Dinny, Lamptey. I love that. All being outscored by Ben Foster. That just says, says it all, doesn't it? Mo Salah, triple captain with the 30 points. 10 triple to the 30. A lovely goal and three bonus from him. Bruno Fernandes, goal and assist. And two bonus, apparently. I think he got a yellow card as well, didn't he? Uh, oh, no, he didn't get yellow. I thought he did. But he did get two bonus. So that is 12 points from him. Lovely. Not a double game week play, though. So, But I'll definitely take that. I'll definitely take that. He's probably one of the highest scoring so far this week, actually, is he? Um, let's have a look. He is... Ah, Kane scored one more than him. Fair enough. Uh, Bowen scored one point. He got yellow. That's unlikely. Rafinha came off the bench and got five points. Well, hey. Uh, but he does have Liverpool next. We could get more. And then I also got Corney in the midfield. One point there. So my midfield's a bit of a mixed bag, really. Bowen and Corney, one point there each. Uh, Corney does play again, though, so we can get more. Rafinha didn't start, but scored. And then Salah and Bruno doing the bits. And then up front, King. Not a King. Two point there. But he does play again. Hopefully, he can get something. I was actually really close to bench boosting, right? I would have had to take a minus eight to bench boost. And I was looking at bringing in 100% Van Dyke, who right now I think he only scored two, point, two points in the first game. So not amazing. And I would have also brought in probably Weghorst. Okay, fair enough. He, he, he got like a 12-pointer. And then also Corne, who I did bring in anyway for one pointer. So, and then if I did bench boost... The only points I, else I would be gaining was Antonio's, who I benched anyway, and De Gea's, who both only got two each. So, the, and then also, I pro also wouldn't have uh, been able to triple captain Salah, obviously. So, if I had taken the minus eight to bench boost, I would have actually been negative points still, because I would have lost 10 on Salah, plus the hit, that's 18 already to earn back, and it would have earned me back, like, if I got Weghost, it would have been close to that, but still not even positive zero. Never mind 
positive points. <laughs> so yeah, that is my team then. And I am now going to live react to refreshing live FPL to check my overall rank. So I was 57k before this game week. And I hope now that I have Bruno. And who else did I have coming in? Uh, oh, no. oh no, I have Rafinha as well. So that's 17 points today. Surely, surely. I, especially they're saying they're quite low owned as well. Because a lot of people work hard and have just got rid of them to get someone else. Hopefully, I'm going to say top 50k is the dream. Ready? Ah, oh, come on. All right, it's a green arrow. Hey, 51k. Ah. I mean, I do still have one, two, three, four, five, six more players to play, actually, in the last four games because of the double game week, obviously, which also includes Salah triple captain. So surely, surely, that's the green arrow locked. But then again, I don't have any Arsenal or Wolves who play against each other. Uh, yes, I don't have any there. But then I got double Liverpool against this lead. Surely that's a lot of points there. I've got King and I also have got one Burnley player. No Spurs. So if Son and Kane does bits again, then I'm in the mud. But um, I think surely that should be a green arrow secured. And that is that. All right. That is actually the game week knee-jerk you're done, though. But as always, I do want to add an extra non-FBL topic to the end of this. Uh, sometimes it might be a bit longer. Sometimes, like, about a more specific topic as well. And then sometimes like this where we're in the middle of a game week. I'm still kind of experimenting with the pod. I'm not going to talk too much about something else. But what I did want to talk about today was how I started making FBL videos. Because... I've actually seen a lot of FBL new creators right now, and especially a lot of people are saying, like, oh, I want to start an FBL channel. Uh, how much money do you make? Um, if you want to make money from YouTube, don't make FBL content. That's basically it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say I don't earn money from YouTube, but me personally, it's not that much. I, literally less than £100 a month. So you can take that as you are. And I am and I would say I'm one of the bigger YouTube youtuber fbl youtubers that's not me being big headed just facts all right facts don't care about your feelings yeah <laughs> no obviously some of the other big guys will earn a, a, a living out of it so definitely enough but realistically you're not going to earn that much money but why did i start making fbl youtube videos ah so i've always made youtube videos i made gaming videos i had other channels i made vlog channels i was vlogging a lot whilst i was in uni that was my main thing for like a couple of years a few years and then one year, so I've been playing fantasy football for ages. I used to play the Sun, boo, one for years. I then switched to the actual fantasy Premier League one only only about five, six years ago. And I had I had actually had never played a full season properly. And then one year, I was just about to start my new summer job, actually, which is coincidentally at the same company I'm working at now. But this was like three, four years ago, or three years ago. Yeah, three and a half years ago. And... As I was, I, I was starting on the Monday, and on the Sunday, FBL had just released, and I actually saw, I watched some FBL content anyway, because I did play FBL, but not seriously, um, and I think FBL Family's live stream got suggested to me, because I watched some FBL content, I might have watched them before, I used to watch FBL Tips and FBL TV the most, who at the time were the biggest guys, there was no real personalities yet, because them guys, fancy graphics, but they're all about, you know, professional talking exactly what did no jokes no personality just salt just salt really salt and vinegar no spice fair enough uh, but then i saw fbl family talk about it and i was like yeah you know what 
I've always wanted to make football content. I actually did put some football content on my normal, my original channel anyway. I did like a World Cup show in that summer just before it. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? I love football. And what better way to do what you love than mix it with the other thing that I love doing, which was making YouTube videos. So I was like, yeah, I'll make a, a channel called Nathan Bacon FC, you know, Football Club. And I might only post football content. But then I was like, FBL just got released, so I'll post an FBL video and just see how it goes, innit? So I posted a video, uh, and the video was FBL first draft, as everybody does when the new FBL season comes out, right? And bear in mind, this is before a lot of creators had never made videos. At this point, FBL Mate had never made a video, FBL Raptor, they didn't exist yet, and obviously a, a few others and all that. Uh, I already said those because those guys are big and you might know them now. Not No, no disrespect to them. They, they only started in the last few years. They're, they're not as good as me yet. <laughs> but um, no. So yeah, I made the video. I think the first video was like first draft. But I did... I did. I kind of made it more YouTuber-y. So instead of just, just doing an FPL first draft, I did the two truths, one lie. So I did a, an actual FPL draft. But then for every player... I first said two truths and a lie about them and then revealed them. So it was just something different, you know. No one has ever done any any content like that on YouTube. And I got the idea because I was like, all of the FBL content I had seen was just them talking about their team. No personality, no thing, whatever. And I was like, wait, this is YouTube. Let's add some YouTube spice to it and do that. So that's what I did. And then my third video was, it might be my second actually. No, I think it was my third was me reacting to other FBL YouTubers' first drafts. And that that was the title, I think, reacting to FBL YouTubers' first drafts. And um, it didn't get that many views at the start. I say that many. It did actually get, like, probably, like, 100 or so, 100 or 200 in the first day. I think I uploaded on, like, a Wednesday or Thursday because then I remember on, like, the Saturday, I was at um Family Caravan or something, and I posted it on Reddit... Because uh, I was actually using... Re I wasn't on FBL Twitter at that point. I was just using the subreddit FBL, Fantasy Premier League. And um, I posted it on there because the whole point of the video was not not to be like, hey, look at me, I'm a new channel and I'm looking at other YouTubers because whatever. I was actually looking at their... Uh, looking at their channels and actually shouting all of them out there and saying subscribe to them because I was a new channel. So I was more like look, there's all these existing channels that are already much better. Look at them. And it was kind of like, uh, you know, I'm new to the game and I don't want to just jump straight in and act like I know everything and all that. You know, you've got to appreciate the ones that's the, the start the start of the building blocks, you know. So I did that. And then because I was at that caravan then with my family, uh, I had no signal and no uh, data. And I remember I, I was, I think I had like, the Reddit post got a few like straight away. But I posted that like just before I went. So I was like, I couldn't really check. And then I think the next day then when I got home, the Reddit post itself had like three, four hundred likes. Like upvotes, which is quite a lot for that subreddit. Especially saying it was advertising my own video. Obviously, like I said, that wasn't the point of it. I wasn't saying, hey guys, I'm a new channel. Check me out. It was a, uh, these are the FBL YouTubers first drafts. Check them out. So it was kind of a, a good approach, I'd, I'd guess. Not just for me and gaining, but everybody else as well. Uh, you know, collaborative performance. But then also the YouTube video at that point had like 10,000 views. And I was like, what? Hang on. Brand new channel. My, my logo was an edited 
blue, random blue football shirt, which I just stuck seven on the back. Didn't even put any text. And I had that logo for literally like the first month. But then in the first month of me making videos, I made some other different YouTube type videos like that. That video that I mentioned, the reacting to FPL YouTubers first drafts video, had like 20,000 views. And that's actually still my most viewed uh, video with like 30,000 views. And, and then I gained like a thousand subscribers in like a month. And I was like, oh, right. The season actually hadn't started yet. I had never played FPL seriously. And all of a sudden I've got a thousand subscribers and people actually care about my team. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep this up. And I've kept it up and I've kept it up and it's evolved as it has. And now it's evolved to the point where I'm even talking crap for an entire hour on Spotify and Apple and all other podcast platforms. Please like and give me a good rating. Thank you. But that is going to be it for today. A nice little story there. We can get some stories in here. We can get, we can chillwag some topics, more topical topics another time, you know. But I want to mix and match it. But mostly it was the Game Week 26 knee jerk for Game Week 27, where a lot of us are going to be free in. I might not actually free it. I might. Even though I have this, this the entire point of this, I'm still going to do a free it drafts and all that on the YouTubes. I might not free it. Wow. How can Bacon Boy do that? Absolute cheeky scrub. But that is going to be all. Thanks for listening. And also, remember. Ha, ha, ha. Don't be a cheeky scrub. Listen and follow Nathan Bacon Jerky on all podcast platforms right now.